Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. I uh, got a really cool episode for you today as I'm now being joined by John Wong, a columnist for uh, Nolan Media Group and JustTheCats.com. And he's also the author of now multiple Kentucky basketball books. Uh, John, the, the latest one is Kentucky Passion. John, how are you? Hey, Sean, it's always great to be on with my traveling road warrior partner. Uh, your listeners need to know that other than people inside the UK program, you and, and me, we probably show up to more road venues than any other media outlets. We were both in Athens. We're both intending to head down to Starkville. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think... I think a lot of it is my fan background from when I was younger. I, I think that uh, even though I know as media, when, when we get there, John, we're, we're covering this thing in a different light, but I still think that we have that background in us where we, we grew up kind of following these programs. And honestly, as, as a child, I didn't do all this traveling and to these road games. And I yeah. think that it's kind of, I think that's why I want to do it as I'm like, man, I, I never did this. And now that it's my job, I don't want to stop. I think I've got a lot of that fan in me. In fact, that's probably part of my persona too. We have to come clean. I mean, you and I, we shared a hotel room in Boise, Idaho together. <laughs> you can't get much more intimate than that, but it just goes to show you how far we are, uh, how far we're willing to go to follow our wildcats. And it's kind of difficult though. We have to wear our media hats, but Deep down inside, we're, we're both fans, and I think that's what makes what you and I kind of stand out. That's what makes uh, what we do stand out. It, it does. I agree with you 110%, and I think that's why you're able to do the things that you're doing with, with these books. And uh, I'm sitting here on Zoom, and I see Cut, Cut to the Chase right there behind you, and yeah. then right to the right, you see your latest one, Kentucky Passion, John. Uh, what, what has that experience been like for you? I know covering these games and covering these programs, but being able to sit down and, and write things about your, your life following yeah. these programs and then what you've seen since you've been covering these programs, what has that experience been like to kind of put that in words to where everyone else can read it? Well, my tagline is living the dream, and that's literally what I'm doing. Your listeners may or may not know, in my previous life, I was an orthodontist. I created beautiful smiles. I had a successful 30-year career, but deep down inside, I've always wanted to cover University of Kentucky sports. So now I've got this great opportunity where I have the access to be able to ask John Calipari questions, to ask Mark Stoops questions. My gosh, it literally is living the dream. You got to pinch me. On the other hand, don't pinch me. Don't wake me up. I want to continue to live this dream. But yeah, in writing these books, I've always wanted to write a Kentucky basketball book. I've been a fan for probably 50 years. Uh, I love to write. I love Kentucky basketball. So naturally, I thought I can combine my two passions by writing a Kentucky basketball book. The problem with that, though, is there are a lot of those books that have already been written. So I'm thinking to myself, what can I do to kind of make this book stand out to make it pop? And here's where it comes down to what you and I were just talking about. I figured I've got a heck of a bunch of experiences within me. I've been a fan for 50 years. Why can't I take those personal experiences and apply it to the book? So what I did specifically in Kentucky Passion is I took 
what I consider 52 of the most iconic moments in Kentucky basketball history. And Sean, you're a young guy, but you realize also that it's a glorious history. It's the program with the greatest tradition in the history of college basketball. I take those 52 iconic moments and I want to take the reader courtside with me to re-experience some of those moments again. I also wanted to make the book more than just the basketball book. I wanted it to have some redeeming social value off the court. I was fortunate to have my co-author, Dell Didway. Dell is a sports writer up in Ohio. He's a lot more famous than I am. But he took all those iconic moments that I talk about, and he applied a particular life lesson to them. So the book is also meant to be inspirational. It's meant to be encouraging where not only do you go down memory lane and you relive all these experiences, but after each one of these experiences, we apply a moment of encouragement, inspirational quotes, life lessons associated with the chapter that you just, just read. And with that title, Kentucky Passion, uh, was it easy to come up with that one? Did you have some others you were going back and forth between? or That one kind of jumped out at us because one thing I've noticed, and Sean, I was in the military. I spent 10 years living around the country and over in Europe. And during that time, I was able to meet other military members who went to other schools and supported their sports programs. There were two fan bases that stood out. One was Alabama football, and the other was Kentucky basketball. And Alabama football fans, they're, they're crazy. They're nuts. But I think Kentucky basketball fans, they are much, much more passionate. Yeah. They're invested in the program. Not only are they just cheering for the team, they actually want to be part of it. They want to be able to influence the program. So that title stemmed from the passion that I think emanates from Big Blue Nation. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. And that's uh, a fan base that has a ton of passion, John. Uh, how long does it take you to, to do something like this, though? Like how much how much time went into putting this together? I'm sure it was quite a bit. Well, the memories took 50 years. <laughs> yeah. uh, but actually, the logistics of, of getting a publisher, uh, of actually putting the the chapters together of getting all the research done, getting any interviews that I needed. It was probably a year and a half process total, but it went by really quickly. There are other books that, that I've written that have occasionally been painful. <laughs> I've had to struggle for lack of a better word. It's like pulling teeth sometimes, but with Kentucky passion, it just really flowed naturally. And to me, that's an indication that you're on the right track. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, 
It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, who who are some of the people that you talk to for this book? If you a lot of the individuals are are the ones that are real real famous in terms of Kentucky basketball history. You know, there's the Dan Essels, there's the Jack Givens, there's a uh, a chapter on on Kenny Walker. You know, Kenny is is arguably one of the most popular Kentucky basketball players still around. He's a great ambassador. I guarantee that if you walk around town, you see him in Kroger, Kenny will be the first one to stop and talk to you for 20 minutes. I've never seen him turn down an autograph. I've never seen him turn down a selfie from anybody. I've never seen him turn down an interview request at all. So in that chapter, we talk about, do you know what Kenny is probably the most famous for? It's a Charles Barkley episode where Kenny hits the last second shot to beat Auburn in the SEC championship game. And Charles Barkley sits on the floor crying afterwards. He's just inconsolable. And a lot of times Kenny says that that's what people remember him by. He was the one that made Charles Barkley cry. Not only is he Skywalker, but he's the one who made Charles Barkley cry. So it's those, those little vignettes like that, that kind of, kind of stand out. And, and there's a chapter two titled Mr. Wildcat. Talking about yeah. Bill Cotley, I, I thought that one stood out to me. Yeah, yeah we, we want to address not only just players and events and moments, but people like, like Bill Cotley, like Kaywood Ledford, who were such big names in the program without actually having scored a point. In the Cotley chapter, I talk about how he was kind of the glue that connected the older generations with the newer generations. And Sean, you're probably in your what mid late twenties. Now are you, uh, early thirties, actually I'm 32. Oh, nah. oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. You, you are an old guy, but still compared <laughs> to me, you're, you're a young pup. And one thing that I've noticed is that there is a little bit of a disconnect between the uh, Sam Bowie's and Jack Givens and Kyle Macy eras versus the, the post Cal eras, uh, those players. And when Bill Kiteley was around, he was the one that kind of cemented that relationship he was the one that tied a kyle macy together with a a john wall so when we lost bill kiteley i think we lost a little part of that connection pattern within the program yeah yeah i, I remember i remember the day it's it's still odd to not see him over there on that sideline when you you look at that bench john but is is there anything else you want to point out maybe a couple of chapters that yeah, yeah we start out with with what i i consider one of the more exciting games in, in Wildcat history. And that was what we call the Mardi Gras miracle mm -hmm. where Kentucky was down on the road at LSU. It was Pete Maritich assembly center. It was, I think a Tuesday night, a late Tuesday night ESPN game. And cats found themselves down 31 points in the first half. So of course I'm not down there in person, but I am watching the game on the couch at home and being as frustrated as I possibly could. For some reason, I managed not to turn the TV off. Everybody else turned the TV off. If they told you that they watched the end, they're probably lying. Everybody was bailing out, but somehow Kentucky finds a way to come back and to win that game. When Walter McCarty hit that shot from the corner to put him up, it was like the happiest feeling in the world. It's just unadulterated joy, but I was 
proud that I stuck around and watched the end of that game. So we take that chapter and then we follow it up by talking about how in life you can have a Mardi Gras miracle yourself. It doesn't matter how big of a hole you've dug yourself into. It doesn't matter how far back against the wall your backs are that you can with the right teammates, with the right attitude, with the right mindset, you can rally back to win the game. We have 52 of those chapters. They're meant to be read like once a week. So this book is sort of serving as a wildcat devotional type book where you can learn all about these wonderful events and then come back and learn about the associated life lessons. It makes a great Christmas gift. It's not too early to be thinking about Christmas. If you're a dad and you want to teach your kids the history of Kentucky basketball, what better way than to not only learn about these iconic moments, but then to also teach your kids about important life lessons, such as never giving up, about the importance of practice, preparation, discipline, having good role models, good mentors in your life. To me, it's a win-win. And uh, John Calipari, John, he's, he's all the time talking about how the Kentucky basketball program can can change your life. And uh, certainly it seems like it not only is that for the players, but you you go through this book and you have those life, those life lessons. Well, you and me both. And, and essentially, that's what the book is, John. It's a, it's a gift for me to you. It's a gift from a diehard, lifelong, dyed-in-the-wool, card-carrying member of Big Blue Nation to somebody like you out there who's who's the same, exactly the same way, has the same mindset. Uh, tell Kentucky Daily listeners where they can find the book, John, if, if they want to purchase one. Yeah, here in Lexington, you can get it in Joseph Beth, you can get it in Barnes & Noble, Kentucky Branded, wherever fine books are sold. You can also jump online. It's on Amazon. Just Google Kentucky Passion in there, or you can go directly to the publisher, which ironically is the iupress.org website, Indiana University, put this book out. Uh, initially, I was kind of wondering, well, should I go ahead and do this? But then I thought, hey, if those darn Hoosiers are willing to bend over backwards to support their hated border rival, then you know this book has to be Pulitzer worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, John. I, I really appreciate you hopping on and, and talking about this. Uh, tell my listeners where they can find some of your other work, uh, where, where your writing's at online and things like that. The easiest thing to do is just go directly to my Twitter handle, which is at Kentucky Huangs. It's at K-Y-H-U-A-N-G-S. But you can go directly to the justthecats.com website. I'm also a writer for Nolan Group Media. You can go to nolangroupmedia.com. Uh, for uh, professional sports, I cover the Bengals, the Reds, for Sports View America. So I'm all over the place. But if you go to my Twitter feed, then you'll get links to, to all of those. Oh, I also have my personal blog site, huangswhinings.com. I write a little bit about sports there, but it gives me the platform to kind of address some of the more controversial topics. <laughs> I'll write about politics, religion. It's interesting reading. Check it out. John, great stuff. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. He's John Wong, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you at Rupp Arena here in what, about what, maybe seven or eight hours? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and then wherever the next road venue is, right? We'll be there. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us.